I knew Robert's story. I had heard him tell it, and I'd read his book. Running from dive-bombing German fighter planes, single-handedly caring for wounded and sick soldiers, while the enemy marched through the city within blocks of him. This veteran was now breathing his last breaths on Earth. He had served as a medic in World War II, one of the most dangerous occupations in warfare. But he hadn't stopped seeking the welfare of men when the war ended. He was just getting started. Men like Bob risked their lives to preserve our freedom, but these men who have given their lives to demonstrate the love of God are those of whom this world is not worthy. Now, with a loving family surrounding him, this world's journey was about to end. The exciting stories of war and of those who bravely fought can stir men's souls. But there are also many who have found that the greatest battles are fought and won on our knees. When a soldier breathes his last, it is our calling to carry the breath of their spirit and keep alive the price of freedom. Today's story is exactly that. Sometimes liberty is won and ground is taken back in warfare. In America, we can enjoy our freedom because the price was paid on the battlefield. But it is men and women like Bob who gave their life, their pride, and their sins to Jesus who have paved the way for America to enjoy eternal liberty in the presence of God forever. This is at the heart of freedom. I remember back in the day at Cornerstone Family Church when just about every Sunday as the last words in worship were sung that Bob would stand against the banister and speak to us. His voice already weak, he would share one of his delights about how much we were loved. He never talked about the trauma of war, never spoke about having PTSD, though he remembered well the young soldiers who didn't take the advice of their instructors. Don't stay in the ditches. That's where the bombers will take aim. But rather than think on the fog of war, he thought about the trauma of leaving this world without Jesus. Many young men went to fight because they couldn't stand by and see our nation attacked and overrun by Hitler. But there are soldiers who are called to fight a much greater and more dangerous battle than those which would take our national liberty. They fight for the liberty that men don't know that they have already forfeited because of sin. I've imagined Bob standing up against the banister of heaven and with his gaze focused on his family and the sounds of a thousand songs of worship surrounding him. He's saying, come on, you can make it. Keep going. He's looking forward to the day when the rest of the world knows what he knows. It's kind of like the song where the father is encouraging his son to hit the ball, and when he does, dad cheers him on as he runs the bases. You're almost home, son. Don't stop now. You can make it. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Don't worry about the others. Follow the orders of the coach. You can make it. You're almost there. Come on, son. It takes great courage to trust in those who've been there when all you can see is the danger around you. I've shared the story many times over the years of the father and son who had to flee their home in the darkness as air raid sirens blared. Their house was on fire, and with the lights all blown out in the city, they ran into the darkness. The father found a bomb crater and jumped in, but his son stopped short. Jump, son, I'll catch you, the father shouted. I can't see you, Dad. I'm afraid to jump. But I can see you, son. 
Just trust me. The pathway into the darkness has already been made and faith in Christ alone will light the way. It doesn't make any sense to just trust and obey, some say. There's too much to lose. One of the greatest obstacles a soldier faces, besides politicians, of course, is fear. In the Band of Brothers series about paratroopers in World War II, a seemingly fearless lieutenant gave out his secret. Forget about going back home. Once you settle the fact that you're going to die and you forget about surviving and going back, you can do your job. Until then, you're not much good as a soldier. Now, I don't necessarily think that's great advice, really, but for soldiers of the cross, it's an absolute necessity. Jesus said, He that seeks to save his life will lose it, and he who gives his life will find it. It's only those who have taken up the cross, peered into the darkness where few around him have ever gone, and trusted that God will catch them, that will survive the enemy called sin. It's one thing to be forgiven, you see, but going back again and again and asking for forgiveness again and again reveals one thing. That person is still a slave of sin. He can't control his passions, his will, and his heart, for he has not died to his old life. But then there are those like Bob who lived what they believed in front of everyone, they can lead men out of danger. On Memorial Day, we remember our fallen brothers in arms. We salute them, honor them, and cherish the flag that was presented to their survivors at their burial. But the question remains, how do we really honor them? Did they serve just so we could keep a warm place in our hearts? Is that what they would want? Is that what so many gave their lives for and left families without a husband or wife, a father or a mother? I don't want to just remember that Bob served our country, nor do I just want to have fond memories of the stories of Jesus dying on the cross, or of the martyrs who gave their lives to ensure that the message of eternal life's pathway could reach my ears. To live in memory and honor of a veteran is to live a life worthy of the liberty we have. They took a vow to defend and uphold the values of the Constitution against enemies, both foreign and domestic. What good is it if we enjoy those privileges, but we do not live in the spirit of them and pass them on to our children? Bob's in heaven now, with his wife and son. A few weeks after Bob went home, one of his sons followed. He had lived a hard life, and his mom and dad held his soul close throughout their lives. This was the well-fought battle that mattered the most. As a soldier of the cross, I can imagine Bob leaning over heaven's edge, looking down and saying, Jump, son. You're in good hands. You're going to make it. On this earth, there are many battles with the darkness that assail men. But today, as the song goes, it will be worth it all. They have fulfilled a prayer that I have said with my children many times. I'd sit at their bedsides and say, Lord, help her to serve you all the days of her life, that someday we may be together in heaven as a family. It's so important when the days of a man like Bob are drawing to a close that we listen well and remember carefully the words they share. They are the life and soul of decades of experience. Perhaps years in battle on foreign soil when a man has a chance, like few others, to truly consider what's important. When one's life may end at any moment, everything is viewed differently. 
loved ones become most precious. Personal honesty with God becomes one of the greatest weapons on a man's tool belt. It is where a man can learn to keep his eyes on Jesus above all else. It is the great gift of warfare. For all of life's warfare really boils down to just that one thing. The greatest honor we can give to beloved family and friends who've paid the price of war is not to merely remember the warm smiles or the courage under fire. They all would want us to remember the most valuable life lessons that they passed on to us. For liberty is founded upon a good heart, purity, faith in God, and love for Him and our fellow man above all else. The memorial graveside reminds us all that life here passes very quickly and that today is the day to truly honor those soldiers of the cross who gave their lives for us, gave their lives every single day. So I encourage you to honor the love that has put you first and pass it on, for it is the best way to remember. Liberty only comes when the lives of others are given, often, one day at a time. Selfishness cannot triumph over it. And death cannot triumph over such faith. There will be a day when we will all be called to jump into the darkness, and by a life well spent for men's souls, many will make it home. 